Good afternoon, Mr. Clay Well. Good afternoon, Mr. Ham. How are you doing, sir? I am doing very well. Doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. It's been uh, a good, good time since the last time we spoke, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No more zombie attacks. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. We actually <laughs> made it through one of those missions. I'm a fully-fledged pirate now. Oh, really? Yeah. Ahoy, avast. Furl the mainsails and all that. Okay, you're going to have to explain that one. Uh, there's another game came out called uh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay. And you're a, you're a pirate in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so uh, a lot of people are knocking it, saying that there's no content because, you know, there's only so many missions you can do and all that stuff. And I get it, but it's just fun. It's a really fun little game just to, ha- you know, kick back, play with your buddies, kill a couple of hours. So, so do you start off like swabbing the decks and work your way up? Or, no, or? no. Th- that's one of the things a lot of people have problem with the game. There's really no progression system. Hmm. It, what you start the game is what you'll ever be in the game. Now, you can get different cosmetic items. Okay. So you can have like a different hat or a different eye patch or uh, your weapon looks different. It doesn't perform any differently. It just looks so. It different. just looks different. You and okay. you can have. You've got your choice uh, between a cutlass, a flintlock two-shot pistol, yeah, um, a blunderbuss, yeah, or I forget what they call it, but it's basically like their version of a uh, musket. Okay, with yeah. a scope. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It's really it's it's really neat, and there's like all these emotes you can do, and uh, your guy can play uh, the accordion. Or you can, or you can yeah. play the hurdy gurdy, <laughs> the hurdy gurdy, the hurdy gurdy. <laughs> okay, so what is the hurdy gurdy? I don't really know what it, it's. <laughs> so I can, you only really see it from your perspective. So it's got like a hand crank, like an organ grinder crank right. kind of thing, and yeah. it makes that's like a bellows, I guess, because it's like a wind instrument okay. kind of a thing. Okay, and it makes it the guy play like you can see his hand moving, like he's playing like a piano like a or key, something, like a keyboard type. Yeah. And the cool thing about the the cool thing about the music is there's only I don't know five or six different songs that you can play, and they just cycle like you don't get to pick which one you're going to play. Right. It just it just picks one for you. It picks one, and then when you stop and start again, it'll play the next one. But <laughs> but the cool thing, the really cool thing is when I start playing a song, if you pull out your instrument and start playing, you will join right in where I'm at in the song. That is very cool. So, yeah, so you can have <laughs> a bunch of different people all playing and like you you can dance and like they'll dance to the music. That's and so cool. So, dude. Yeah, it's like there's all this really cool. <laughs> it's just a fun game to waste some time with. It's not like a big, you know, so to that, do. that puts me in mind of something that um, my brother in law or my brother and sister in law actually bought for Penelope back at Christmas. Um, they bought her this thing called a beat bug. And I don't know if we've said anything about it before, but these things called beat bugs are, um, it's this little plush toy. That's about, Oh, probably a foot, foot and a half tall. And, um, the one that she got is this, like, he looks kind of like a slug. He's blue. Um, and the reason that Rachel bought this for Penelope is she's like, I found a caterpillar that sings Beatles songs. And I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, so she brings, brings this thing down and I was like, okay, this is one of the coolest toys I've ever seen. Cause you just push this, the button on its hand and it starts singing Beatles songs. And I'm like, I love this. 
Nice. So I didn't see the package that it had come in, you know. Um, it actually had already, like, disassembled everything, brought it in the house. And when I went outside and saw the package in, like, the, the, in the garage where, you know, the trash is getting ready to go out, there is an entire, like, there's a show that goes along with this thing. And it's on Netflix called Beat Bugs. Oh, okay, um, okay. And this thing is completely interactive with the show. So it's kind of like the old Teddy Ruxman. Yes. Sort of. I mean, similar. Similar. Right. But, okay, so, like, whenever I saw this thing on Netflix, I was like, okay, well, we'll, I'll check it out. So I I clicked it on it, and I was like, okay, so these are all characters, and you can buy this whole series of them. Right. So I'm sitting here with this thing sitting beside me, little Penelope watching Beat Bugs, and suddenly, like, I think it was on the, the episode that we were watching, the main song was Help. So... Help started playing. Mm-hmm. The things beside me started singing along with it, like in sync. Right. It listens to the, the, the audio, and then it sings its part. If you have the entire series, they all sing their parts. Oh, very nice. <laughs> it is so cool. Yeah. Very, very, very awesome little toy. So, yeah. That, it, I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that is. That's really cool. <laughs> Where were things like that when I was a kid? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. we had Teddy Ruxman, but then... He turned into demon monster teddy bear when his battery started dying. Absolutely. And if you put something like Ozzy in there or Metallica, dude. I never did that. I did. I never did did. His mouth still moves and it looks just like, you know, Teddy Ruxpin been singing like, I don't know, crazy train and stuff. It's pretty crazy. (laughs) I just remember listening to the Teddy Ruxpin books and reading along with it. And then all of a sudden Teddy was like, and then I went to the store. And that's it. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, Teddy's possessed. <laughs> Have you seen the new Teddy Ruxpin? The one that's back on the market now? I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. You need to look yeah. up a picture sometime. Yeah. Uh, this thing is what nightmares are made of. I'm, oh, I'm just telling good. you. Um, the so eyes it- to now are LED or they're like digital. Oh my God. So you have this plush figure with these big <laughs> Like bright blue demon looking eyes. So it's like the things oh. from uh, uh, Freddy Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Absolutely. Something <laughs> like that. It is insane. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so what else has happened? Anything besides, you know, becoming a pirate? I mean, uh, no, no, that's it. Um, I, so, so something funny has been happening recently, though. Oh, yeah. And it just reminded me, like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing an old joke here, but it reminded me of the old joke. Uh, so the other day I was walking in the house and my, my girlfriend was like, Hey, why? I don't have a girlfriend. This it's a joke. So my, <laughs> and my girlfriend was like, why are you carrying a pistol on you? And I was like, it's for when, uh, for when the machines take over that way I can defend myself. Okay. And my girlfriend laughed and I laughed and Alexa laughed. I shot Alexa, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, it's, oh my uh, goodness! So have you heard about this though? <laughs> no, I've not heard so about apparently, this. And I'm sorry for saying the a word. I don't mean to trigger anybody's <laughs> digital assistance. Um, if you have an Echo device, um, apparently there was a bug a, a little while back, a couple of weeks ago, that she would just laugh, just randomly, randomly laugh, and nobody knew why. And it wasn't always <laughs> like a ha 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 laugh. Sometimes it was more of a maniacal <laughs> kind Ooh, of a laugh. That's creepy. And then some people even said they heard little kids laughing. Oh my gosh. Right. 
Someone's hacked so, the system, haven't they? Well, no, they added. <laughs> so, you know, they're always adding new skills for, the, for this digital assistant. And one of the skills they added was you could say, mm-hmm. assistant, laugh. And it and just she would. would. And she would. The problem was that was such a short command oh, that it was, it was mishearing a lot. other things. Yes. And it would just, but people weren't connecting it because they, because sometimes like right now mine, I have the mic muted on mine. Right. Because occasionally when you're speaking normal conversation and even when you don't say the wake word, whatever you have it programmed for, because there are a few different options you can have. True. But sometimes she will just wake up and even when you're not saying her name. Right. And she'll say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get that. And you're like, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I, I do believe that that happened in our first episode yeah. about what? Three quarters of the way in. Yeah, something we like said that. something and then she was like, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we both were like, where, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. So now she's muted. She doesn't get to hear anything we're saying while we're recording. Uh, but yes, that, so that's what was happening according to Amazon. Yes. Was that people were accidentally triggering. So they've, it still has that skill, but now the command to trigger that skill is a longer phrase so that way it must so, recognize or yeah, it, you have get to a little closer you to have to be intentional to get it to do it nice yeah. nice but i just thought that was hilarious and the, the old joke by the way is based off transformers oh yeah yeah so the joke the original joke was i have i'm carrying it so when the transformers attack yeah and then my yeah. wife laughed and i laughed and, and the, the toaster laughed and the toaster laughed i shot the toaster, I shot the toaster. <laughs> yeah yeah pretty good pretty good pretty good um so I have been messing around with with the one that I have at the house, and it, mine is not the Amazon; it's the the Google. Right, you know? and um, so <clears throat> we have been using it occasionally to sing to Penelope, and we're asking it to sing like nursery rhymes and things like that. And I found out the other day that um, it changes "Rockabye Baby." Um, okay, so, it, so the baby sing, doesn't you know, fall. So the baby doesn't fall. Uh-huh. Absolutely, at the very end, that last phrase, and you know, down will come, you know, baby, you know, cradle right. and all. She goes, but in my version, the baby or uh, a baby doesn't. No one gets harmed. I think is what she says. In my version, <laughs> no one gets harmed. And I was like, what? What? Sing it again, <laughs> you know? And I mean, yeah, it was. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so, so, so your your digital assistant is trying to prevent sloth from the Goonies. She's trying, right. but yeah. Because, you, you know, in, he, in he the got movie. dropped like maybe yeah, well, once or twice. Well, she sings him Rockabye Baby yeah. and then, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor sloth. Poor sloth. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Baby. God, that's such a good movie. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Uh, so. Um, aside from that, I, I guess this past week has been, aside from busy, I mean, it has been crazy busy. Of course, you know, getting closer to the end of the school year, getting wrapping things up like that. We had a couple of events that took place at school, one of them being our Living History Museum, the first one ever that we've done at school. Mm-hmm. Went off without a hitch, I got to say. It was good. really good. Awesome. Kids did so well. Um, we've got a couple of events that are coming up here, in the, you know, this week. And then the following week is uh, spring break. Right. That's when I'm hoping to break ground. I don't well, know that we you will. Know, if it's not snowing again. If it's not snowing again. Absolutely. Because go don't home, know nature, that we will. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. Nature has been crazy the last Jeez. like couple weeks. Like, I did not expect to be out of school for two days. Well, not last. I guess it was last week, wasn't yeah. it? Monday and Wednesday. Well, I don't, yeah, it, it was snowed crazy. Days, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm just glad that we're uh, yeah, hopefully getting to 
I'm seeing that it's like 60s and 65 degree weather that's in the 10 day. Yeah, as long as it'll just stay there. That's why we happy. just need to, you know, let it get stuck there. You yeah. know, hold your face in that position long yeah. enough for it to stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm hoping for anyway, because I really am looking forward to getting back out on the bicycle. Hey, I'm looking forward to just getting out. Yeah. My God. I, I did notice your lawn, like, you know, whenever I walk in, it's, <laughs> yeah. it looks good. Thank you. I hated to do it. <sighs> you know, I but, need to do it. But, but I, I mean, it's been snowing. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, do? they were like snow, snow, 60 degrees, snow, rain. And I was like, okay, I've got one day to get my yard mode. <laughs> and and like you say, it, it needs to be done. Mine is like, right now I cannot let Penelope go outside because I lose her. Because yeah. that's how tall the grass is. Yeah, but occasionally it's covered completely in snow now. So it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I wouldn't have mowed mine, but the unfortunate part was it like parts of it are still half dead and then parts of it are like a foot and a half tall. Right. So I just, I couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It just looked like a, I just look outside now and I, I cringe. Guy's beard or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. So to this week, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, I guess you would say some of the vices and things that we've had in our lives. Um, in doing so, I think when we talk about vices, I think everyone has a couple. Some people have more than others. If anyone out there doesn't have a vice, I want to know who you are. Please message us and, and let us know how you have escaped all of this. But um, yeah. we're going to share a few of ours yeah. today. And I think a few people have vices that hurt them more than hit, others. Hit them a little harder than other people. They do. They do. Um, and I feel, I guess, blessed, lucky. I don't know that I can necessarily say that I had foresight, but at least the the vices that I've had have not been the most horrid things. Right. Um, yeah, I get you. Like I, illicit drugs and things like that. Yeah. N- never had that issue. Yeah. But some of the stuff that you know that that I've I've turned to has not necessarily been the greatest. Um, and I think one that you and I both can share. Mm-hmm. Um, for years, myself, for right at 10 years, I was throwing money in that endless, bottomless pit of the tobacco industry, cigarettes. Oh, oh yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. I think, I think I was a little closer to probably 20 years, but yeah. Yeah. I did for, for, I started smoking pretty much whenever I was 16. Um, and when I hit, I think it was 2004, sometime in June or July, 2004, finally was done. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there was, there were peaks there where I was at like two, between two and three packs a day. That wow. was, that was way up there. Wow. Especially oh. through college. I don't think I ever got that high. Yeah. I would occasionally break over a pack a day, but that was a, I was an average of probably about a pack a day smoker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was as well. That was the norm. Um, like I said, through the college years, I got way up there, came back down off of that though. And it, once I started going to like a regular job, it became more like about a pack, sometimes right. a little less. But typically it was, you know, you, you crack that pack open that night, you buy the next one for the next day. Yeah. So, and I can't even imagine today with oh, the prices geez. of cigarettes now. I mean, I, I see the prices and they're like four and five, six dollars a pack, something yeah. like that. Oh my God. I thought it was terrible when I was paying two dollars and a quarter. Well, that's when I quit. That's right when you quit. It's right around the two dollar pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it was insane. So I've got to ask: um, 
when you began, when you started smoking, mm-hmm. so what was your go-to? What was, what was the brand? What, would, oh, what did you, what okay. was your preference? So you started, I started smoking when I was like 13. Okay. 12, 13 years old. You just like so, swapping one from people every now and then? Yeah. So my preference was whatever I could get my hands on at the time. And typically it was where people had just lit one up out of the car and were walking into a store. They just knock it, stub it out. Oh yeah. You had the store that you guys were at. Yeah. At. So I would grab gross. I know, but a junkie is a junkie people. <laughs> I would grab a butt out of the ashtray and smoke that. Uh, there was a while there where I was smoking filterless. Right. Because nobody would bomb. Yeah. And I, there was a place I could bomb, even though I was 13. I heard that. Because they couldn't get rid of them. So they, just, was they were just like, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I smoked uh, Chesterfields and Camel yeah. non-filters for a while. Wow. Uh, now, Chesterfields. Now my, wow. I hadn't heard that name in a while. Right. <laughs> now, when I got old enough that I could get my own cigarettes, I was a Marlboro man. Were you? Through and through. Marlboro. Yeah. All the way through. Yeah. So I started off um, kind of like you. Every now and then I'd swipe one from from a neighbor. Mom or dad, uh, they didn't smoke. So I couldn't get anything from them. But the neighbors on both sides of me did. Right. Um, on one side, you had the Marlboros. On the other side, you had Cools. And dude, oh, yeah. if you could get a hold of a Cool, man, that was that was the thing, man. It was like a little air conditioner. Um, so that, that was where I started every now and then I'd grab one of those. Um, but whenever I hit 16, I was able to purchase and I, like you, I went to the non-filter stuff. I started on camel non-filters. Um, I have a friend of mine that smoked camels. Yeah. They, they were, they typically, like you say, they, they always had them in stock because no one would ever buy them. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of my go-to for at least a good year, year and a half there. Well, I mean, and come on, they had Joe Camel. They had Joe Camel. Exactly. And I was getting the camel bucks and all that kind of stuff. Um, when I, when I finally stopped smoking camels, um, I started buying velvet and drum and rolling my own cigarettes. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and you can't even buy velvet now. I don't even know that it's still around. The, even the little cans now, if you find them places, they're expensive just to get the, the little tin can that it used to come in. Hmm. But um, drum and, and, and velvet I would smoke every now and then. Um, Colin would always get bugler. Um, that right. wasn't, and, uh, but now we never did like the, the, the King Edward or Prince Albert or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. We didn't buy any of that stuff because it was typically higher. It was more expensive. Well, and you couldn't, you I call mean, a store and ask them if they got Prince Albert in a can and they hang up on you. It, pretty much. Pretty much. I never understood it. We would always walk out to the, <laughs> to the country store there from Dave's house. And, um, uh, I mean, they always kept a pretty good variety of everything in there. And then right. of course, if you just wanted something that tasted really good, it was some sort of a cigar. I yeah. loved Backwoods, the Blacks. Yeah. Those things were like chocolate. Man, mm-hmm. those were so good. Um, but uh, yeah, finally when I, fi- uh, I switched over, because when I hit 18, that was the year that they switched the law to where you had to be 18 to purchase cigarettes. You remember that was that switch? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was 97, 98, 98. Um, that, when that law went into effect, like I had just like slid right under <laughs> and 18, I switched over to smoking marbles and typically it was, I started with, with marble reds, then started smoking marble lights. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And that's what I smoked pretty much from that point on. Uh, occasionally, I would get like where you would find those bundle packs where there was I, there was one that was I don't I want to say it was a blue pack, and it was like a I think they were called Marlboro Milds. Um, they were just kind of like the off Marlboro, and you could get like three packs for two bucks or something like they were dirt cheap. Um, I don't remember those. So, but anyway, I you know I'd buy those every now and then if I was broke or whatever. But typically, it was it was Marlboro Lights in right. the box. Yeah, I wanted I, the flip top box. Yeah, I had to get the box because I was clumsy and I would break my cigarettes if they were in a soft pack. Yep. And uh, I started on Reds, switched over to Lights, and then I started working at a factory. And I don't know why, but when I worked at the factory, I hung out with the black people. Yeah, that worked there. Yeah, they were just they're cool. nicer to me. Than most of the other people that work there. Right. And I hung out with them. And uh, for those, and I, I don't mean to be stereotypical or racist or anything like that. Black people smoke menthols. They like them. I mean, they're good. And so when I started hanging out with them. Cools and Newports. Newport. Yeah. Oh, no cools. No cools. Newport. Just Newports. Newports. And. If I wanted to bum a cigarette or if they wanted to bum a cigarette, like I smoke lights, they smoke new. So I just switched over and started smoking menthols. Right. And then I smoked Newports for a long time. And then I got off Newports and started smoking cloves. Oh, yeah. Blacks. Dijon Blacks. Yeah. I smoked those for a long time. I I had a couple of packs of those. I couldn't smoke much of those because. I'd smoke a pack. I'd smoke a pack a day. Those things, they burned my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That clove oil. (laughs) Yeah. Numb you up and make your mouth feel weird. Yeah, it really did. Uh, but I smoked a, a pack of those a day. Like, I, whatever it was, I was a pack a day smoker. I heard that. And those things and, were not cheap. Even back in the day, they were like 3 to $4 a yeah, pack. Yeah, they were like, Marlboro's were like 2 something. They were like 3 something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you ever do any of uh, the, um, I guess you'd say designer cigarettes? Like, there was one brand that you would go to, like, smoke shops and find. It was called Fantasia. They were they were mm-hmm. called, they were cocktail cigarettes is what they called them. Um, the, 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 the makeup of the cigarette, they were all different colors for the, for one. So like you like had like four pink, you had four yellow, four red, four blue, four green. Um, and the makeup of the cigarette, you had just, you know, the, the, I guess where the tobacco is, the filter itself was in three parts. You had a pre-filter. Then you had a charcoal filter in between the final filter. And their claim was no, that you could put one out, pick it up a week later, and it was just as fresh as it was when you lit it the first time. They were good, but they were expensive. I mean, we're talking 6 $7 a pack. So you didn't buy them just to smoke a lot. A um, right. girl that I knew in college would buy them every now and then. And I always bummed one of those from her, you know, because when, heck, I was in college. I couldn't afford six or seven dollar pack of cigarettes. Yeah. I was I was buying Doral's whenever I was in college, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, they were interesting and, and they were good. They were very smooth cigarette and they did the whole like I actually tried the whole thing, put it out and pick it up. Not a week later, it was the next day. And it wasn't like picking up a, a lit cigarette and smoking it. It was actually still fresh. Oh, yeah. Because they're disgusting. Yeah. After terrible. they've been put out. Yeah. yeah. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. I, I, I never did. I've never heard of those. The, like, the off cool brand when I was in college. Yeah. Was American Spirit. 
American. Oh yeah. And yeah, with like I remember a little those. Native American guy with the full yeah. feather headdress on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. They were kind of, they came in like a yellow pack and a turquoise pack and yep. yeah, I remember those things. Yeah. And we smoked the uh, American spirit menthols. Yes, I do recall those. I I wonder if they're still made. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You can still get them. There mm-hmm. was one also that was a a um an herbal cigarette that had like a butterfly on the front oh, God, of it. God, those things were so gross. Do you remember those things? Yes, yeah. They were so They nasty. were not good. But I remember those as well, but I me don't think and, I ever bought those. Me and a buddy of mine in high school, he would he liked them and he would buy a pack of them yeah. on the regular. Not every day, but maybe once a week or something. And I wouldn't pay attention and I would bum a that that was my buddy that would smoke camels. <laughs> yeah. Filters. And I would uh Occasionally bum a smoke off him every once in a while and he'd hand me one of them things and I'd light it up and be like, oh, oh. like smoking oregano or something. Yeah. Huh? And I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to waste it. Right. So I'd smoke it. But God, it was so gross. <laughs> I didn't like those things much. So question then. Yeah. Because it's been a while since either one of us have smoked, right? Oh, yeah. What, how did you quit? What did you, what did you do to finally kick so, the habit? So in my life, two times I've quit. Right. And both times did the same way. Just so, somebody offered me a lot of money to quit. Yeah. And I said, okay. <laughs> and I quit. I heard that. Both times? Both times. Wow. Yeah. One time my grandma offered me 150 bucks, 75 to, 75 to quit initially and 75 after a month. Wow. And I was like, I don't want to quit smoking, but I'll quit to get your money. And she was <laughs> like, if you quit for a month, you won't start again. I quit. She gave me the 75 bucks. A month later, I still hadn't smoked. She gave me the other 75 bucks. I went and bought a carton of cigarettes. Wow. Heard that. (laughs) Uh, The next time I quit, I wanted to quit. They were expensive. I could tell they were taking a toll on my health. Right. Um, So I just decided that that enough is enough. I'm going to save myself a lot of money. And then my company uh, had a smoking cessation program where they would pay $300. Oh, nice. If you quit. And so I signed up for it, laid them down. Nice. I haven't, I haven't touched them since. So, 04, um, I had tried to quit two or three times. Ashley hated that I smoked. Um, and we kind of went back and forth. It, it caused some issues there at, at the beginning of our marriage. But finally, in 2004, there was a system that they kept advertising on television called Smoke Away. Uh-huh. It's, it's little logo was an eagle flying through the air. And... Um, Oh, four. I'm kind of like you. I, I realized that this, this is expensive. One, two, it was definitely taking a toll on my health. I mean, waking up and shortness of breath and just not feeling well. Um, and I decided I'm going to try something and I bought that system. It was, uh, it was fairly expensive. I want to say it was like close to $60. Um, but they had it at Walmart. So you just okay. buy the box and it had everything in it. So the system itself was two weeks of these pills that you took three times a day. There was four pills that you took each time that you took these pills. And they were like the size of, I don't know. Uh, a grapefruit. Uh, almost. <laughs> it would, a grapefruit probably would have been easier to take because these things also had sandpaper on the outside of them. They were oh. rough. <laughs> it was horrid. So you would take these four big horse pills. Right. Three times a day. And then if you had a an urge to have a cigarette between these, they gave you this little bottle that came in like the little um, to-go Tylenol bottles that you can get like at the convenience store. They're about oh, the size yeah, of a chapstick yeah. or like whatever. A chapstick thing. Um, 
that had these tiny, tiny little lozenges that you'd place one or two under your tongue and it would kill the sensation, right? At the end of two weeks, I didn't want to touch a cigarette simply because my throat was so raw from taking those freaking pills I couldn't have smoked. <laughs> Dude, it worked. I'm telling you, it worked. That was the only one of those on off of TV, get you know, you know, see if it works things that actually did what it said it would do. Um, haven't wanted a cigarette since. Nice. It, it was nice. Very um, nice. So, and I feel a lot better. And I, I, I know that that it's kind of that thing with um, you. You hear people say, "Well, you know, you drink you drink beers, right? You go down to the bar and and you buy a beer or two. You know, every time right. you go, yeah. Well, that's three dollars a piece. That's six dollars. You know, if you do that every night for you know, eventually you could save up for a Ferrari. Uh-huh. And the guy says, well, do you drink? No. Well, where's your Ferrari type uh-huh. thing? Right. I can't say that I've saved money. I've not spent money on cigarettes. I've spent it elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which me- leads me right straight into my next vice. Oh, yeah? Spending. Dude, I am a spender. I, I, Ashley is a saver. And thank God she is. <laughs> I'm a right. spender. Um, and I try my best to control it. And for the most part, I do. Most of the time. <laughs> um, but I'm one of those people that if I see something, I'm like that, that I either want or something that it would be useful and, and I, can, I need. I'm going to go ahead and get it. I'm not going to take money with me to the grave. So... If I don't use it and, and, and enjoy it here now, what good is it? That's my philosophy, and that's a terrible philosophy to have. <laughs> uh, I mean, as long the way, I mean, I think that's exactly right, in my opinion. I, you got to make sure you got enough to take care of uh, eventualities, like things that might happen or whatever. Right. But as long as you've got the money, what, and, what's the point of having the money if you, if it's just sitting if you there. aren't happy with it? Right. And I mean, we've always got a little tucked back, you know, right. I mean, that's, that's, that's just the way we are. But again, that's, that's Ashley typically. Right. Um, but it's like just today I bought a matching pair of monitors because I'm so tired of going in, sitting down at my computer and having one 21 inch monitor that is really nice and has great color and all this kind of stuff. And then the hand-me-down monitor that was like, I don't know even where it came from. Right. That has like, like I drag a picture over and all of the yellows turn green and it's the color is just yuck on it. And I've tried to set it and it's just, so I'm like, screw this. I'm going to buy a set of matching monitors and that's the way it's going to be. And realistically though, two monitors, 22 inches a piece, I only gave 119 for the two. Oh yeah, that's not, bad, not at all. bad at all. So I'm, I'm, it was one of those things where I like, I found the deal. It's on Newegg. I, I, I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and get this. So right. I don't know. The uncontrolled spend, spending though is something that I have to get under control, especially considering we're getting ready to build this house, and I'm gonna have to really, really, really budget everything that I do for the next 30 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. That's, um, I say, I'd say one of my other biggest vice, uh, is probably drinking. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, everybody drinks every once in a while. No, I mean, not everybody. Most people occasionally have a drink or yeah, whatever. I you. love the taste of bourbon yeah. and occasionally we'll have like this year. So 2018, I have had three, three times that I've sat down and had a glass of bourbon. 
Nice. In 2018. So that's since been since. And one of them, actually, I don't guess would count as 2018 unless because uh, I didn't have anything after midnight over here that night. It's New Year's is close New enough. New Year's close on. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. I had a problem for a while where. I felt like things in my life were out of control. And I just, I thought that if I looked hard enough in the bottom of that bottle, I might find an answer down in there somewhere. Yeah. And but I had to you, get all the stuff out of the way first. If you, even if you didn't find an answer, it would numb you to the point that you didn't care. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I just kept looking through bottle after bottle after bottle. Nothing there, huh? Didn't find any answers, no. but you never know. It could have been the next one. Watched a movie the other night, Cat yeah. on a Hot Tin Roof. I've heard of that. Hadn't seen it in probably 10 years. I've never seen it. Oh, you should watch it. Um, in that film, um, Paul Newman is an alcoholic. Okay. Um, and one of the things that he talks about is the click in his head. I drink until I hear that click. And when I hear that click, I don't hear anything else. It's done. I'm over. It's over with. I don't hear any of the, the bad things that are going on. And, um, yeah, through the whole film, that was his thing. He was constantly just downing. And toward the end, I, I don't want to give anything away for anyone that hasn't seen it. Um, he and his dad, which they're there because his dad is supposed to be dying. Um, uh-huh. And uh, they, they finally do make amends and, and kind of end up on the same page. And it, 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 it all works out in the end. Really good film. You definitely, it's one of those classics that I think everyone should watch. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So, so that, that click though, that, that kind of reminds me of the bottom of that bottle that you were talking about. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, except I just didn't have the click. I just ran out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm done for tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But that, that was, that's probably been my other biggest vice throughout the years and I've had some problems with it in the past uh it's caused me some grief yeah smoking I don't think ever really caused I mean it hurt it impacted my health and whatnot but I don't think it ever actually like other than just spending money on it it never really actually caused me any real problems right I don't feel the the alcohol on the other hand It has, it has affected me negatively. Uh, I've had fights with people. Oh, I've yeah. been in arguments. Uh, I've never been in trouble. Like I've never, I've, you never, I've never got out and like drank and drove and yeah. yeah. And, and I've never like, like started a bar fight or anything crazy like that. Like I've never, I don't think I've ever actually physically gotten in a fight with someone. Right. But I've been belligerent and abusive, you know, yelling and screaming and cussing at people and Okay. That kind of thing. Right. Like, and getting in argument fights with people. And that's one of those things, like you were talking about, if things were not necessarily going well in your life. So right. you, that was projecting. Yeah. Yeah. That was the inhibitions going and just all the negative stuff that I was in was just coming out. out. Yeah. And that caused me some issues with various people. And so now, uh, Honestly, I think the last time I had anything to drink was, no, I was going to say New Year's, but I just remembered uh, recently I had a little thing I went to for Patty's Day. 
Right. Uh, some guys got together and we just hung out and talked and played some board games and just had a good night. And I had two um, Guinness. Oh, yeah. Can stouts. Yes. Yeah. The, the, so, the, the widget stouts. The widget can stouts. Yeah. yeah. I had two of those for over the course of the night. See, though, that to me, that is not quote unquote drinking. That is oh, that yeah. is a social you know, drinking that is not, that's not right. downing something. That's just because you're, you're just downing stuff, you know? Oh, totally. But yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say though, is like, I've, I had, I have noticed that I had a problem and I still probably would have a problem if I wasn't extremely vigilant. Right. Uh, so now that's anytime, an easy one to slip back into as well. Yeah, And now anytime I'm drinking, if as weird as this sounds, if, people are going to be around i typically either won't drink or i'll only like i'll put a hard limit on myself like right. two beers yes and that's it nothing wrong with that that's wrong with uh, that. so now if i'm just going to get smashed i make sure i'm going to be alone <laughs> to do it <laughs> wait if you're going to cuss anything it's just cussing the walls i get mad at myself and yell at my tv <laughs> or something yeah i'm not gonna start you can a always talk a, talk to your your digital assistant she'll laugh occasionally yeah <laughs> Yeah, creepily, eerily, and freak me out. But, but yeah, so I've worked to come through that one. I think that's probably the the one that has had the worst impact on my life. Right. It's just like my quality of living and my social status and everything. Right. Like I, I think it's probably, honestly, has cost me some friends. Uh, I probably, it has affected like some of my relationships. Right. Uh. In various ways. Okay. So yeah. it has, it has made a big difference in my life. And it's one of the things that I still like the cigarette thing now to me is just a complete non-issue. I don't have the me desire well. to smoke. I mean, I worked at, you know, for down there with my wonderful boss. I love him to death and right. would not have traded him for all of the gold in the world. Um, Mr. Martin would easily put away three packs a day and seven, uh, seven pots of coffee. Every single day. I mean, he was he was that guy that chain smoked like one in each hand, and then one burning in the the ashtray just in case one went out. <laughs> he was that guy. I can remember it being so foggy in that little scale house that you couldn't see from one end of it to the other. And even through all of that, I didn't want to smoke. I didn't need smoke. I was in the building with him, so but right. I just didn't want you got, to. You got that good contact buzz oh my going. Goodness gracious, dude! It was <laughs> unreal sometimes, especially when you get him and like the three or four other guys that was in there because they would come in winter maintenance at twenty degrees below zero, right? And they would come in there to warm up and yeah. smoke. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it sucked, yeah. but so, you know what? Anyway, yeah, but like we were saying though, I don't really, I don't, other than costing me some money and probably having a effect on my health in the long run. I don't really see that one as like greatly impacting me right. in like my social life. The drinking on the other hand, I think really has caused me some issues and it's one of the things that I still have to focus on. Right. And you actively have to control right. that vice. Yeah. Yes. Because it is real easy cuz especially if I start drinking, there gets a point where I don't have an off switch. Yeah. Like I'll just start pounding them back. And that's that. That's that. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> gone after that. Like I don't have that ability to say, okay, I'm feeling a bit tipsy. I've had enough. 
Yeah. It, no, there's not enough. There's, it's enough when it's all gone. That's when it's enough. Wow. Yeah. So I just have to really pay attention on that still and make sure. And like, I, like you were saying, I love, I absolutely love the taste of bourbon. Yes. Neat. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, maybe some water. Just a little, okay. Yeah. On the side or in? In. Just okay. to kind of open it up a little bit. Right. Kind of changes the way it hits your palate. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I actually. See, I like to I, do that with ice because it, 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 it'll open it as it melts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it cools it. Yep. But I don't, I, yeah, I just, but I really, really just enjoy the flavor. Right. Of bourbon. Well, there's, it's such a complex flavor though. Well, <sighs> You know, I mean, you've got the, the yeah. oakiness and you've got the smokiness and you've got the, I mean, you can taste all of the different like grains that go into it yeah. and the aging process and what has happened to that barrel. There's so many things that affect bourbon yeah. and it's just really good. But now one of the things I've, I've read a lot about it and stuff. And one of the things that really intrigued me was typically men yeah. typically will be bourbon drinkers. Uh, right. Women typically do not prefer bourbon. Not saying all women don't or all men do, but on the generalized scale, women typically don't prefer bourbon because it's such a strong flavor. Right. And they have a better sense of smell and taste. Oh. So it kind of overpowers. Overpowers so they, the palate. Well, yeah. yeah. A lot of the times they don't. It's, it's kind of weird because they have the better sense. So you would think it would be the opposite, but a lot of times women aren't able to pick up on the, the finer individual notes right. of each thing, like a, like what a male can. Right. Uh, because they're just hit with such strong, bold flavors, bold flavor that that just overpowers everything where our senses are a little more dulled and muted. So we can, the stronger notes don't necessarily override everything under it. It's kind of weird the way it works. Well, but. So it's, it's kind of the opposite of the way we do with wine. To me, wine tastes like wine. It is grapey and fruity and, da, 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 you know. Right. And I know that there are a lot of very, 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 very subtle notes to wine. Yeah. But I don't typically pick them up. I, I don't either. Um, it's either sweet or it's bitter or, you know, tart yeah. or it's dry or it's wet or it's, it's, I mean, that's just it. Yeah. Whereas, you know. Like you say, a more refined palate or one that has that, I guess, that the, the senses that can detect those finer notes would probably enjoy it more, which is probably why most women drink more wine than guys do. Typically, I mean, yeah. typically, uh, that's just, just the way it is. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's intrigued me. It does. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it, that's definitely a, a, an, an intriguing <laughs> just whole avenue of thought. So now you said we're talking about vices mm -hmm. and I kind of get that. So, but a vice to me would have to imply just, I guess the connotation of the word would have to imply that it, it on the whole is a negative influence. Okay. I mean, sort of, yes. Something that, that yeah, that, that's limiting or that's, that's controlling, right? Or it, it is a problem in some way for you. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the way I see it. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Is, would you yeah, agree? Yeah, I can okay. see that. Because you say one of your vices is splurging, spending money. Uh-huh. Well, to me, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm single now and, and whatever, but to me, that's more of like a reward. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like if I, th- I've like for years here, I've been in not necessarily great financial shape. Right. Uh, so recently though, a lot of work, a lot of dedication. I've paid some things off. I've gotten a little more freedom right. in my budget. And so for me, like one of the things that I'm thinking is like a reward is doing things that I want to do with my money. Like buying some of this audio equipment that we're yeah. using right now to record the podcast. Uh, I've got some other stuff that I've gotten for myself. And, and I got to say though, the headphone thing. Yeah. I've kind of gotten into headphones, <laughs> uh, maybe turning into a vice. I'm not sure. <laughs> But they are so nice. I do have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. <laughs> I would have never been turned on to the ones that I'm wearing now had you not already had a pair and had them for a while, I guess. The Sennheisers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you had them for a while. And dude, they sound so good. <laughs> yeah. I love them. And I've got a couple of different pairs of Sennheisers. I've got the 598 closebacks, the 598 openbacks, the 650s. I've got the AKG 240s. I've got some <laughs> Audio Technica 8700s. I've got some Philips SHP 9500s. So I've heard some of these good old boys from back in the country say, mm-hmm. you know, if you ever walk into my house, you're no more than three feet, three steps away from a loaded gun. Right. Your house, you're never more than three steps away from a set of headphones. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they all have their purpose. They do. And each, each pair is, is special. And they are specific to a certain audio profile and right, a certain exactly. sound that you're looking for. Exactly. Very true. Like I've got a pair, the pair I'm wearing right now that I use for recording is closed back. They do an excellent job of sound isolation. So I don't hear anything going on outside. Right. Around me. All I hear is my own voice coming back through the recording equipment. Right. Uh, it's great for this. Yeah. Um, I've got another set that I use for mixing. Yeah. That's partially closed, partially open because the fully closed backs cause some issues where you get enhanced or sibilance sometimes and you get too much bass right. in the headphone. So if you're doing a mix, you'll you'll pull bass so out, pull that, the you bass out that you don't need to pull out right. because it sounds louder to you than it actually is. Uh, but you don't want to fully open back because they're a little anemic in the bass sometimes. Okay. So you'll overdrive the bass when you're trying to set your mix. But I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. You've got so, them. Yeah, they're they, specific. They, they all have their own <laughs> unique type. But it's one of those things that I find, like, you know, I've been really good for a long time. I'm going to get a treat. Right. I'm going to get a new pair of headphones or a new whatever it is. And so for me, that's kind of my reward system. Nice. For, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, like you say, there, I mean, uh, when you have the vice, that's one side. You, you've got to have the reward as well. You've got to have those little things that, that are just pampering or things that just kind of give you that, yeah. okay, this is for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one that I have that could fall into both categories, I'm a foodie. Dude, I love to eat. Um, yeah, I know you couldn't ever tell by looking at me, but I can put it away, you know? I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> and my, the, my problem is I like my own cooking, so I can't even get away from it, you know? <laughs> well, I am lucky in that. My cooking is pretty terrible, so I, I don't have to worry about that. I've had so. your cooking. It's not bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, that's one of those things where, like I say, it, it can be a vice for me, but it also is one of my little rewards. Like last night I made um, 
seafood Alfredo. Just, I was like, Hey, you know what? I think I want this. Um, we, I had been really good throughout the week. We'd ate at the house. We just kind of, you know, everything was, and I was like, I'm going to go and splurge a little bit, get the stuff and make Alfredo sauce, you know? So that's my thing. I, I, am I am a foodie for sure. And like I say, it couldn't be bad. It can be bad because, you know, it, it, I guess if you overeat all the time, definitely can be, I mean, that's even worse for you, I think, than the cigarettes are. It's going to take you out. If nothing else, I mean, you're going to end up with a heart attack or something, but yeah, I love to eat. God, I love to eat. I, I totally agree. And I love your cooking too. <laughs> well, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> you are uh, pretty amazing at it. So that's so, so what? And see, maybe I think this kind of ties into it too. Like you're saying where it, it, there's that tipping point. Right. When, when maybe this could become so a vice. What's like, and I think maybe part of it is availability. Right. I can see so that. So like where you, you like food. I do. Food is everywhere. It's everywhere. It could become a vice really, 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 really easily. Right. Exactly. I really have to actively control myself and say okay this this is not gonna i'm, I'm gonna eat this and not buy the 22 ounce bone-in ribeye with sweet potato with loaded right. up and <laughs> right you know or like when you when you open the thing of like oreos and it's like serving size two cookies no no, no i'm no. like no no it's serving size serving is two size rows is it, yeah is at least one yeah yeah <laughs> bare minimum one row yeah but yeah two rows <laughs> is what you're gonna eat nobody I've, sits down and I eats have, two damn oreos I, I, I have tried to start looking at that whole serving size thing uh-huh. sometimes i laugh right <laughs> yeah it's like serving size half a snickers bar really <laughs> who the hell opens a snickers and eats half of it Come on! Uh, if they if it was if that were true, they should sell it in in little pieces this big, right? Exactly, individually wrapped. <laughs> individually wrapped. Yeah, because <laughs> you're gonna feel bad if you open it and leave it open, and the other one's just sitting in there all lonely. It's buddy exactly. just got eaten. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh goodness! So I think, but I think something like that, and it's like the alcohol, and I'm not talking about wet dry. Because when I was drinking, there was no liquor here. No. There was no, no beer this, here. No, that, that, I had this to drive, place has become wet just recently. So. I had to drive an hour or better. Yeah. To typically get my Richmond booze. or Lexington or whatever. Or Tennessee. Right? Yeah. To get Tennessee, beer. Yeah. I the beer. Uh, I could, you can't get liquor in Tennessee right across. Well, you can you now. You can now. You at could the time, then, you could. Yeah. But if you just wanted some beer, you could just hit across the state line down here in Tennessee, you get beer. You wanted liquor, you go out to Richmond. Yeah. So, I mean, but an hour drive, that ain't no big deal. Uh, but something like, okay, like we were talking about my headphones, right? Like I like those, those are treats for me. That's yeah. I get that new experience and, but it's, it's a hard get. Like I can't just go it's, to Walmart and buy a new pair of headphones that I'm right, looking at. Right. They're not everywhere the way food is. Yeah. And so you price, actively have to go after this. Right. And the price is a bit prohibitive. True. On because, some of these. Like, yes. I'm looking at another set of headphones. I know you're going <laughs> to... <but laughs> no, relax. You are. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're... They're really pricey. expensive. Yeah. yeah. They're pricey. They're, they're, let's put it this way. They're more expensive than an Xbox One X. Wow. You so, know, I looked at some as well. Whenever I was looking at the ones I'm wearing, um, completely caught me off guard. 
But some of these with the what they call planar magnets and stuff like yep, that. Planar magnets. Yep. Oh my lord! Now you can get a, a a good set of planar magnet headphones. Uh, Hi-Fi Man mm-hmm. makes a a good set. That I mean, yeah, they're expensive, but for planar magnet headphones, they're not bad. They're Under like, a thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like uh, you can catch them on sale for three to four hundred. That's not bad because the, the yeah. ones I was looking at were upward yeah. like sixteen, eighteen, even up to twenty six hundred dollars. So they were I'm, I'm gonna guess way, the, way up the ones there. that were way way up there. I'm gonna guess were Audis or I don't I, honestly I couldn't remember. Okay. It, this is anyway. before Christmas that I was uh, looking. So anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they were uh, way yeah, up there. Audis has got a couple of headphones that are in the like twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars. That is crazy, isn't yeah. it? And that's a bit insane. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, what I enjoy, but I'm not I'm not going to pay car money for a pair of headphones. No, I'm sorry, no, not at all. <laughs> so, what are some of the other little things that that you treat yourself with? I mean, the spending a little bit here and there, headphones, you know, audio equipment, just the little things here and there that you buy. So, what else? What is there anything else that you can say that you this is this is something that I treat myself with? Um, there are things I do that I enjoy, but I don't. So like with the headphones, I don't just buy headphones when I want to buy headphones, right? right? I, it's something that I make myself feel like I need to have earned. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I don't just go blow money on headphones when I want a new pair. Right. Like it has to be like, I feel like, you know, I have done X. I deserve a little something. Yeah. That's not, um, I mean, that's, that is truly a reward system. But that's, that's kind of about really it is just that right now. I go through phases though. Yeah. So like a couple of years ago, uh, it was camera gear, camera gear, uh, bicycle so, stuff there for a while was, and I know you were, that was something you were using like crazy, but right. But, but, they, but the, the next piece and the next piece and the next piece yep. to finally get it to where you wanted it. And I've got my stuff set now. Uh, I am like, I am so looking forward to the weather fi- stabilizing at a reasonable temperature so that I can go ride my bicycle again. Right. Uh, I didn't really ride much the last couple of years. Just, I've been, I've been having problems. Well, you, I mean, you've been in, inside a lot. You've, even when you get home off work or you were off right. work, you kind of just hung out here. Yeah. Well, so. I've, I've had issues. Like I've had some financials problems. I've had some emotional and mental problems that I've been working through uh, that just really brought me down i didn't really feel it's like i don't want to go i don't want to go be around the bicycles and the people and the riding and i just want to stay home and feel miserable and sorry for myself and all that and but this year i'm actually really excited and really looking forward to getting back out on the bike i feel like i'm in a better place emotionally and you're going to get there physically because you're going to be on the bicycle Exactly. And now it's, yeah. And now it's pretty much just, I feel, I, f- I don't think I'm like this huge, oh, morbidly obese whale of a guy. Not at all. But I don't feel as good as I did. Right. When I was in better shape. Right. And it's, it's not that I'm knocking on anybody else for their lifestyle choices. I, you, whatever makes you happy, man, you, you do it. That's right. That's fine. But for me, I know I felt a lot better when I was out exercising regularly. Right. Right. So, uh, and I'm actually just genuinely excited. I don't really see that. I think that is kind of maybe a little bit of the work and the reward. Yes. Uh, 
so I don't really view it as just, I enjoy doing it, but I don't view it as just a reward for myself. Okay. I feel okay. like that's, that in itself is, that is the work and the reward. Okay. Is to go out and push my body and get stronger and better and right. faster. It's a built-in reward in that, yeah. in that work. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, but really right now, my only reward system is just to, to set a thing. And, you know, when I achieve this goal, then I'm going to get that thing. Right. And so right now, mostly it's just things. Yes. So I will decide, like right now, I think I pretty much locked on a certain pair of headphones. Okay. That I'm like, when I get to my next goal. That's my reward. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. I do little things. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy as far as just like a reward, and this is just occasionally, I, I haven't been actually since school started. Um, so I guess it would have been last summer that, that I went and had this done. But I really, really, really enjoy a straight razor shave. Little, wow. little thing, you know, I mean, we're talking total cost is 15 bucks, but that 30 to 45 minutes sitting in the chair and just all of the, the process that goes into it, right. the hot towels, the lather, the, the all of the, the, the elixirs and the things that are, that are used, dude, it is one of the most relaxing things on the planet. Um, nice. And the last time I went, uh, my barber here in town, he had bought one of the old, um, it's this machine that goes on your fingers and it's, it's, it's got the off center wheel, basically like a vibration oh, a, thing. A massager. Massager. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. he goes like around your neck and across your shoulders with that thing. Right. Dude, that's the way he finishes up. It is unbelievable. Nice. Um, and, and I, if you don't mind, I'll plug him. Um, yeah, okay. Brian's Barbershop over off of Oak Hill. The guy's name is Larry Buchanan. If you want to go to his website, it's theopenbladebarber.com. Amazing. Book with him. He will treat you like royalty. Um, and when you walk in, don't be put off by the way he looks. Imagine pr the prospector from the old Rudolph, like, claymation yeah. you know yeah, he's got the, the whole beard like down to his like chest going on he's amazing awesome awesome guy um but yeah that's one of my little treats i mean there's there's never a time that i go in there that he doesn't you know, i don't walk out without giving him at least a ten dollar tip he's just nice. that good and something like that for all the guys out there that you don't understand your your woman wanting to go do the spa and all this stuff Go do something like this one time. You'll be sold on it. And you will fully understand why they want that experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've given out um, gift cards to him like a few times to, to various people. I just got one. Yeah, you got one. Did mm -hmm. you finally use it yet? You, you need no. to go and book something with him, dude. Uh, it, he's amazing. Now, of course, I'm slick on top as well. So, I mean, right. I don't have any hair at all. Um, and to get a shave and a haircut and that's what he considers that um it's 25 and dude it's it's is it two bits it's two bits <laughs> shave and a haircut dun, dun. two bits um but yeah uh, and i've only had him um 
I think do the shave on my head maybe twice, but dude, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's definitely one of my little treats for sure. Um, and I will typically have to check have, it out. Typically have to book him um, a few weeks in advance because right he stays booked. Well, and that's one of my problems. It's one of the reasons I haven't gone to see him. Right. Uh, there's a couple. One is my own issues. Yeah. Like going to a barber shop. If he's that, if he's that booked up, that you know there's going to be people there waiting. And so I'm a little, I get a little nervous and can find places with a lot of people. Uh, so that's one. And another reason is because you have to book it in advance. And my job never really allows me the opportunity to make plans. Vacation. The week you're on vacation. That's yeah, when you should, yeah. that's when you should do it. Okay. I can do that. And if you want me to go with you, so you've got someone to chill out and talk to while you're waiting or whatever. Just let me know when you're going to book and we'll book two back to back. Okay. I can do that. But that, uh, so yeah, those, those are my own personal issues. That's the reasons why I haven't used the card yet. Yeah. Not because I, it, oh, dude, it sounds like so amazing it's, and I would really like nice. to do it, but I just, I'm nervous about being around the people and then with work, like I never know if I'm going to be a four hour day or an 18 hour day or if I'm going to get called in on my day off. I understand. So I understand. It's, it's just hard for me to book. And especially something like that. Cause you know, if I didn't book the time, somebody else would have. Dude, he then, gets calls though every day. I mean, we're talking if, if you decided to book and couldn't show up, you could simply just be like, Hey, I can't show up. And he would fill that slot. There's no doubt I mean, in my I, mind. I know he could, but yeah. I just feel bad doing it. Yeah. Cause like, it's like if I go to a doctor's office or something and I'll make my appointment for 10 and then I sit there until noon before they call me back. I just, I feel disrespected. Right. You know, and right. I, I don't want to. If book. time is money, give, send them a bill, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to go book somebody else's time and tell him, oh yeah, I'm going to be here and you're going to have money. And then I cancel. Right. And then he's got to try to find, you know, he's got to try to find somebody to take that spot. So he's not losing right. money. And I just don't want to do that to somebody. Right. So. It, it's a bit of both and, and also a bit of me just having anxiety issues. Again, uh, so. whenever you're ready to go, just let me know. Once you go once that all of that anxiety will go away and you'll be like, Oh dude, that was some good stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and my other problem is the haircut. Yeah. Cause I, I want to get a haircut. Yeah. Well, he's got all kinds of stuff to look at. Like if you, you, he, he's, he's a suavecito dealer, which is like the old fifties, like pomade type stuff. Like they, they have got, like he even does like the, the, I don't even, the aristocrat and the, the the Duke and stuff. I mean, yes, like he can do that kind of stuff. He's good. I'm just going to say he's good. Um, yeah. Well, my, my, my problem isn't with his ability. My problem is with me being able to decide what, what you I want, to want do? because yeah. I'm say hi and tie. I'm, I'm whatever of, you want to do with it. <laughs> I'm one of those people that when I got uh, target overload or choice paralysis, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like if you give me too many options, I just freeze. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. decide what do I do? Do do this, do that, do the other thing, the top on the bottom one. Like, like I you went have, to Walmart one you time. You have problems with buffets, don't you? Yes. <laughs> like, like I was in Walmart one time and I distinctly remember because I was made fun of for it. I just wanted to buy some tuna. 
Oh, dude, the tuna, and, the tuna shelf is a tough one to work through now. Let me tell you. Like, I just like, like white albacore. Do I, you want it in oil? Do you want it out of oil? Do you want it with hot sauce in it? Do you want it with mustard in it? Do you want it smoky tuna? Do you not want it? Do you want it non-GMO? Do you want... <laughs> exactly. I was like, I just want flipping tuna. Can just or pouch me, or... <laughs> give me a can of tuna. Just like... When I was a kid going to the store, there was tuna. Yeah. In a can. That was it. Yeah, you bought Sunkissed or you bought Chicken of the Sea. Period. Yeah. And now there's like 14 different brands that's in oil, it's in water, it's albacore, it's white chunk, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. And I'm like, Fresh I just want not. I just want the tuna. Where where's the just tuna? Is there a just tuna? That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. So that's other issues that I have. But it yeah. So so yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's one of my little things though. Straight razor shave, dude. Awesome. 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 I'll have to try it out and and thank you for the gift card and I will put it to use. I didn't throw it away. I've still got it. Good. I just. Good. And it's good until you, you, you decide to use it. I mean, right. they, they don't expire there. Okay. So good, good, good. Um, so there are a few other little things that I, that I do, but mm-hmm. for the most part, um, I'm, I'm with you for you. It's, it's headphones. I'm that way with musical equipment. I can't really walk into a guitar center. I haven't been in a guitar center in years or (laughs) it feels like a couple of years simply because if I do, I'm going to buy something and it's going to be expensive. So I I just stay away from that place. Right. Um, but yeah, that little things though. And again, when you start link, uh, thinking about those things that are, are rewards, I'm like you. I want to do something to earn that reward, even right. if it's just something that I'm doing, a goal I've set for myself. So, right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And what you're talking about food, like I do do that uh, on occasion as well. Right. Like when I, when I was working out regularly, like I would be like, okay, I'm going to go do this century ride. Right. And then I'm going to go get me a chop house steak. Yeah. Uh, so steaks. Yeah. You know, nothing, it's not like a huge, huge thing. <laughs> I haven't been to the chop house in a long time. I really need to go get some of that queso, the cheese dip. Yeah. They, oh my goodness. If nothing else, just swing by and just get that. Yeah. There's one in Lexington. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't remind me. But but yeah, so there, there are those things, but yeah, I, for, for me, for that, it's like, you know, okay, I did this ride. I get this treat. Yes. I, accomplish this financial goal yeah i'll be a little silly with some money and get this thing yeah uh so that's that's my process on those and that's a good process to have on those so have you heard anything in the news or read anything um that just stood out to you over the last week or two i mean there's been some crazy things going on specifically in our news i I just want to touch base really 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 quickly on yesterday the march for our lives 800,000 in DC. Oh my goodness. You know, this whole gun control thing, it, it's blowing mm-hmm. up. And I love to see that the voice of this movement is the kids. That's amazing. Um, the adults have, have started joining in. And um, this is one of those things where it re- it's really, really resonant of like Selma and, you know, the civil rights movement. It's kids that were doing that. I mean, we're talking like, mm-hmm. so. I, I hope it continues with the momentum to move in the correct direction. I hope it doesn't go crazy and get all, go off the rails and do something. They don't that, that somebody does something stupid like you know. Anyway, without getting political about it, yeah, 
I just hope that it, the momentum moves you moves the the moves the conversation in a direction that is productive. So, but aside from that, is there yeah. anything else that's happened in the news that you found either interesting or I don't know any, anything that's out there? I mean, of course, there's always things I see that catch my catch my eye. Um, I'm with you though the 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 march and the people. I think that this kind of thing is the best type of scenario for our system. Right. When you can get a large group of people moving in a single cause. Yes. And despite a topic that I want to talk about that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, uh, I think this is one of the best case use scenarios for our current social media platforms. True. Is to organize and share ideas. And I mean, that's like the one saving grace of Twitter was the uh, Arab Spring or whatever they called it. Arab Spring, yeah. Yeah. And so for people to use that to kind of, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know anything really specifically about it, but I'm sure that they use those kinds of things to organize the March for Our Lives. Absolutely. And get the people and the support. And, but yeah, I think it's amazing that people are coming together. I can just only hope that the voice of the people, and I don't want to be hor- horribly political, but it's just my own pessimism. But I hope that the voice of the people can outweigh the money of the lobbies. Yes. It doesn't fall on deaf ears or, like you say, be buffered by the uh, stacks of, of, of cash. Right. Yeah. So that, right. that's my only, that's, that's, that's what I hope. Because there's a very, very obvious difference between what the people of the country want and what the companies of the country want. Very true. Very true. Um, so I hope that. Our politicians realize this is not just 20 kids from Florida. 800,000. Dude, exactly. A, that is a number. That is an awesome number. Yeah. And yeah. that was so, D.C. They had marches in every major city across the United States. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands. That is yeah. unbelievable. That's, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I like it whenever, whenever a people come together like that under unifying positive change or positive force that is that is made and it, it from that yesterday um one of the things that they th- that they were saying on multiple news outlets was they were talking about the purity of this movement that it didn't go off the rails yesterday there was no one out there that was um exploiting this topic there was no one that was out there saying crazy things you know far left far right anything like that they were saying there's a problem this is we need to fix it help us and yeah. they were they were it was a, it was a plea to our political leaders it was we need you to, we need you to step up to the plate it wasn't that we want these crazy crazy things yeah. so i i think that you know that that is something to be said um a, a really 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 amazing movement yeah totally Totally is. And I mean, we talked about it a, a, an episode or two ago. Somebody needs to do something. Yeah. What, whatever that is, it's let, more that, th- let that be somebody smarter than me absolutely. to decide. More than my little pea brain can come up with, but there are greater thinkers out there. Yeah, exactly. Put that brain to use. Yeah. Do you know what that just made me think of? What's that? Greater thinkers out there. We lost one of the greatest just a few days ago. I had almost forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, I made I made a post on Facebook. You did uh, on our you Facebook did. page. Yeah, um, one of the greatest thinkers of our time. Yeah, 
Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Um, he's now among the stars. I mean, that's that's all you can really say. Yeah. Um, and his remains will be interred next to the likes of Holy Smokes. I just blanked. I saw Newton. the names in the yeah, New, Isaac, yeah. Newton Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to be at was it Westminster Abbey? Is that right? Uh, I don't remember. I think uh, that's where he's going to be interred. Yeah. Um, he, um, yeah, I saw, we watch this thing on KET every, every week on every Friday. It's called news quiz. Right. Um, it's free to the public. Anybody that wants to watch it can. They, um, and I always download it for my kids. Um, as a teacher, you're allowed to down, you can download it and they give you like a little quiz, 10 question quiz to go along with it. And it's always current topics. Well, so this Friday they had, you know, Stephen Hawking on there. They, they had right. showed, you know, some things. And um, one of the, the videos that they had was the uh, him getting to experience weightlessness. They, they, oh, yeah, they yeah, put I him on the, on, yeah. the, the, on the the vomit the, the, the comet. comet. Um, and he actually got to experience weightlessness. And um, just the look on his face during that experience was, I mean, it, it made my heart warm and smile. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, come on, the guy, it was just astounding. First off, his mind transcended everything yes transcended his physical limitations and any anything else um him beating the odds i mean when he was yeah, diagnosed he was, he was given like two years yeah, max. two to four i think wasn't it two to four years or something like that and yeah that was it yeah and he, he lived for like years, another 50 years yeah two years you know is normal four right. years if if you're exceptional yeah and he made it 50 something yes so i mean it, it was amazing yeah and the guy had an amazing sense of humor. He did. He did. To like, be in the situation that he was in and to be limited to what he was physically limited to, he still would make people laugh so much. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, his, his uh, running gag was, can you hear me? <laughs> that, like, every time he went to speak anywhere, that was the first thing he said. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! Uh, Can you well, hear me? The first thing he said, in, it was not his, him. Yeah, it was, it was the, his the voice. His little. Did you know that he had the speech. option of changing that multiple times? Like mm-hmm. when yeah. the and and every time that they would come and say, "Okay, now we've got this new technology where we can change this and make it sound more human-like and all this kind of stuff," he said, "No, this is my voice." Yep. And he yeah. would he would choose that robotic yeah. voice yeah. because that was his voice. That's and what people it was associated with him. It's very distinct. Yes, it is him. Um, yeah. But I mean, there were times I heard stories or read stories. I didn't, not firsthand stories, but I read where people were talking like uh, a technician came in to work on his wheelchair or some of the the mechanics that he used for speaking. Right. And they were doing something on the back of the wheelchair and he started like, oh, no. while they were working oh, no. on it, <laughs> the poor guy like freaked out because he thought he like, <laughs> Thought he'd like something critical. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and uh, you know he was just joking around with the guy. So, oh. uh, but yeah, unfortunately, he, he's yeah. He did have a, a sense of humor, though. I mean, you're a real, a real, like genuine sense of humor, and uh, yeah, and some of the stuff he did, like he threw a party for time travelers, right, and then announced it in the paper a week later. <laughs> That's pretty good. Nobody showed up. No one showed up. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you know, uh, it just, uh, yeah, the stuff the guy came up with, the, his theories about black holes and 
quantum physics, quantum all physics. of that yeah. stuff. Insane. Yeah. Insane. So, yeah, we did lose a, a great mind. Yeah, um, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, uh, you know, if you're listening out there, Stephen, keep the sense of humor. Yeah. Keep us laughing. <laughs> yeah. Your voice will live on. Trust yeah. us. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. And he challenged the world on a lot of things. He really did. He was not afraid to go up against the established, you know, theories yeah. and the way people thought. He was he was one of those guys that said, you know what? No, I think you're wrong. Yeah. And would back and he, up. Like, with he's his, like one of the guys that was backing Elon Musk. Yeah. They're like, you know, we have to get off this planet. Yeah. That's, like, dude. just various things. I mean, yeah. Great, great stuff. Yeah. Really, yeah. really good guy. Brought up a lot of change in the world for a positive direction. Absolutely. And yeah. And he will be it, missed in the scientific community. Uh, specifically, I'm, I'm sure. But I mean, but, just just in the global community, though, someone yeah. that 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 was that rolled the dice and got what he got and beat the odds so many times. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that so like Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah, is 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 a is an excellent scientist. But in my opinion, Neil deGrasse Tyson, his best quality is his ability to take those. Highly abstract, weird, bizarre physics things that they're working on, like the quarks and the quantum particles and all this crap, and s- explain it in a way that a normal guy, girl can get it. Right. And I think Stephen Hawking was very similar in that. Like his, I can his, see that his yes. book, A Brief History of Time, was one of the first books that, I mean, it was, it was a scientific paper. But it was a best-selling book because people could read it yeah, and, and understand. I'm not saying understand. People could read it, right? And they could at least get the concepts. Yeah, yeah. He still got He's, technical, right? He got jargony and technical, but it was on more of a level that a, a normal person could understand too. And right. I think that's one of the, his biggest strengths was being able to explain things in a more simplified way. We've shared our vices. Yeah. I feel like that this episode was a little bit of a reward. I really do. Well, I mean, I'm just going to say, man, anytime you come <laughs> over and hang out, I feel is a reward. I, I, you know what? This is my reward. Like every couple of weeks, getting to just kind of break away from everything and come over and sit around, hang out with my best bud, yeah. talk for a while. I, it is a reward in itself. So, yes. Well, thank you. So on that note. If you want to look us up, facebook.com forward slash two minds podcast. You can find us there. Yeah. If you haven't deleted Facebook yet, you can find us there. <laughs> uh, if you did, we're still on Twitter, though. You can hit us up on the Twitter at two minds podcast. Shoot us an email. Gmail two minds podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that works. I think. Nobody's ever sent us an email, but I'm pretty sure it works. Somebody just send us something random just so we can test this thing. Okay. (laughs) Or you can find us on Podbean, twominds.podbean.com, along with all of our past episodes and all of our future episodes. They will be posted there as well. That's where we're going to be. And uh, find us in your favorite uh, podcasting app. I think we're in pretty much most of them. I think all of them for the most part. For the most part, except for Spotify. Yeah. Well, you know. but. That's you got to okay. be really special to get in Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I and I'm not really special. We're not that special yet. No. So, 
But yet. anyway, um, so there are some weird things, though, that have gone on in like, I don't know, the news. And, and there's some crazy things that have gone on with some of these other stories. Like we need to talk about some of those maybe over the next couple of times. Yeah, you're right. And, well, we need to talk about that. And I think it would be really cool to go back and hit some updates on some of the stuff we talked about. I think it would be a cool thing.